Hello and welcome to the Autumn Action News Podcast. My name is Jessica Joaquin and I am a reporter for OAN. I am here with my fellow reporter, Marissa Johnson. Marissa, how's it going? Hi, I'm doing good, Jess. Good to hear. Good to hear. Um, you know, we got a lot of we got a lot of things to talk about in this recap of our July 16th issue. Um, I'll be going over a couple of things. I think you're going to be covering the um wait, what story are you covering again? The Young River People Council member co-host Unity Conference. There you go. So we'll be going over a couple of things. First, we want to start with an update from SRPMIC president, Martin Harvier, who on July 10th released a video on the Facebook page, SRPMIC's Facebook page. And remember, if you're not following that page, that is updated pretty much daily, right, Marissa? Yep. Every day, something new. Something new, something new goes up there. So that's going to be probably as of right now. That's probably your best um, way to get the most recent and up-to-date information. They do a good job of keeping the community informed with what is going on around the community. So you're definitely going to want to follow the Facebook page. Okay, well, let's hear from President Martin Harvier. Hello, community members. Today I come to you for my weekly report in Building B, the lower floor, um, actually in the lobby of the HR uh, department. I just wanted to report as of last Friday, uh, the community went back to essential services only. So uh, this is usually one of the busiest uh, departments of the community, but because of essential services, the buildings have been closed down. Again, because of the the rise of uh, positive tests, not only here in the community, but throughout the area. So with that, I kind of want to go right into the test testing that's being done here in the community. As of uh, this morning, our, our clinic has conducted 2,779 tests. Uh, of those tests, 114 of those tests came back uh, of members that reside here in the community. Uh, so again, uh, that number is rising. I will say that of that 114, 71 of those members have recovered. So again, some good news, but they're Again, still on the rise of those that are, are actively positive at this time. I also wanted to announce right now that we have four individuals that are hospitalized. And uh, unfortunately, have to share the news that we now have a total of six uh, community members that have lost their lives to COVID-19. And, you know, in saying these numbers, I, I want you to know that these are individuals that we're talking about, families that we're talking about. And so I think it's always important to think about those families, think about our community and the grieving process that they're going through. You know, I was talking yesterday and uh, just realized that those that have lost loved ones during this time, again, we're not able to be them like be there with them like we usually are as a community, as a big family to help in that grieving process. It's kind of like we have to stay away. And there's really no uh, place that is really open and operating even on the outside to kind of take your mind off things that are going. So again, I think the most important thing is, is that if you have the ability to reach out, you know, with technology to those that are having difficult times, make sure that you do that. Most importantly, just think about them in your prayers. 
prayer is powerful. So I encourage you again to think about those that are going through those difficult times. One of the areas also that we wanted to touch on as far as the virus. I think throughout the country, throughout Indian country, one of the things that we're seeing, that the health world is seeing, is that individuals in their middle age group are the highest rate of those that are being tested and coming back positive. And so it is here in the community. And the council and myself and the vice president wanted you as members to really think about decisions that you're making during this time. And I'm just gonna be honest right now, there's decisions that council's gonna have to make in these upcoming few days, weeks, that are gonna determine a lot of uh, things that are happening here in the community. One of them is the river. Are we gonna keep the river open? Do we go to a curfew? These are some of the things that we're talking about. So in saying that, I just think it's important that our young people, again, realize how serious this is. Think about your parents, think about your grandparents. I don't think any of us want any of our family members to suffer. And that's what this virus is. It makes our people suffer and we don't want any of our members to go through this. So again, let's make good decisions when we're thinking about leaving our homes. Again, the home is the safest place to be. So I encourage you to think about that. One of the things I also wanted to touch on and we talked about it, other updates is uh, again, the census work that's going on. There's still an opportunity to get that census information filled out and sent in. You can go online and get that done. Uh, it's very important, especially again, the things that we're going through, all tribes in federal funding, as far as receiving those dollars. And especially when it's needed, you know, a lot of times they go by the population of your community. So I encourage you to take time to fill out those census forms. Well, now I wanna to touch on our tribal elections. Um, it was asked uh, at the council meeting on Wednesday about a primary election, just for everybody's information, because of the number of seats that are available uh, on council this, this uh, election, which there's two seats open in Salt River and one seat open on the Lehigh District. And with the number of nomination and candidates, uh, there will be no primary election this year. So the only election that we'll have this year is the general election. The general election will take place on the first Tuesday of September. So again, there's no primary election. There's only gonna be a general election. Okay, now I wanna kinda touch on something that I've been touching about the last couple of weeks. And uh, be honest, there's been information that's been shared on, on social media. And again, I'm not sure where that information has come from, but if anybody to this date has asked you to fill out any information with any of your personal information as far as social security numbers, phone numbers, anything like that, don't do it. Because I, I think we feel as elected officials, there could be scams that are going on out there that is asking for this personal information, which could be harmful to you. So I wanted to announce today on the relief payment that we've been touching on the last two weeks, the re relief payment application process will begin next Friday, July the 17th. Now there's gonna be options on how you apply for this funding. Now I wanna remind you, this, these are federal dollars. There has to be a process. We as a tribe are gonna be accountable for these dollars. When any audits come back to the tribe, we have to make sure that these do dollars are accounted for. So that's why there is an application process to receive these, this funding. 
So again, next Friday, July the 17th, we'll begin the application process. You can go online. That information will be shared. I believe it's on Facebook uh, through our community relations department. We'll send that information out again, July 17th, next Friday, you can start the online process. Applications will be gathered, kind of pause here a little bit because during start of the 17th, there is gonna be a per capita payout. I mentioned that a couple of weeks ago. There's still gonna be a per capita payout, but the per capita payout is not gonna be at the amount that we usually receive because again of the shutdown of the casino because of the COVID-19. So this relief fund is gonna help with the funding that uh, is usually received during this time during the per cap. So during all this time, the online process is still going on to apply for the relief fund. There'll also be letters sent out with the application in paper form that can be filled out to be sent back in. The first round will start for the relief payment on August the 7th. So that's when the first payouts will start, either uh, again through a, a mailed uh, check or through a card that, that you get from the community, a pay card. So whatever option that you received your last per capita or your relief on, you'll, you'll get that payment through that same process. So again, the online application starts on the 17th for the relief payment but the first payment will not be made until August the 7th on the relief. In between that, there'll still be that per capita payout. So I just wanted to make you aware of that. Again, you must fill out the application and the application has to be complete. And I'm gonna tell you, it's a very simple application, but make sure wherever you're asked to check the box that you do so and fill in the information that's being requested. So with that, Again, during this uh, difficult times that we're going through, again, with the amount of positive cases that are, are going on, not again, not only here, but surrounding us, uh, let's protect ourselves, protect our families, protect our community. And again, shield up. God bless you. All right, I just want to jump in here and give you the most latest uh, testing results that have come back as of today. Today is July 15, 2020. Now, the information that I'm going to give you comes out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And this information is posted to the community Facebook page as well as SRPMIC's COVID-19 page. So in order to get this information, you're going to want to go to one of those two places. I'm just going to give you a brief rundown of some of the numbers. You know, this chart that that the community releases has a lot of information. So you're definitely going to want to go check it out. But I'm going to give you a couple of numbers right now. So the total number of community members who have been tested that live within the community boundary is 1,555. Of those 1,555, 144 have come back positive. Now this is SRPMIC enrolled community members living within community boundaries. Now SRPMIC enrolled members who do not live within the community boundary, 494 of those tests have been completed and 59 have come back positive. That gives us a number of 203 community members who have tested positive for COVID-19. 
Now, another important number that I want to give to you guys is the non-members living within the community boundary. 24 non-community members who reside within the community boundary have tested positive. This brings our total to 168 people within the community boundary that have tested positive for COVID-19. To view all of these numbers, like I said, go ahead and check it out on the community Facebook page at facebook.com slash SRPMIC. Okay, Marissa, you ready to go over um, your story that you're doing today that you're covering? Yes. Yes, I am. Alrighty. So in this week's issue of Autumn Action News, Young River People Council member co-hosts the 2020 Unity Virtual Conference. As you know, Unity was set to be held in Washington, D.C. this year, but due to COVID-19, it was held virtually online. One of our Young River People Council members and a former Young River People Council member, vice president and member, Caleb Dash, was asked to co-host this year's 2020 Unity Virtual Conference. The conference took place at their headquarters in Mesa, Arizona. He told us about how they used all the safety precautions. They came in with masks, sanitizer, gloves, kept social distancing, and kept the show going, even though there wasn't the huge Unity conference that everyone is so used to. A big portion of being an MC, he talks about how he has to fill in the dead air that sometimes happens from time to time when you're hosting any type of show. And he talks about how he wanted to keep the involvement going between the youth and get them up in their home, whether it be doing jumping jacks or playing a game. He wanted to keep the momentum going. The final general session will take place live on July 23rd, followed by the quarantine dance party. Several post-conference town halls are also scheduled. For the complete conference schedule and to register for remaining events, visit unityinc.org. Also, if you want to follow them on Instagram, you can follow them at Young River People's Council. Okay, good job, Marissa. I'm going to cover a story by OAN reporter Tasha Silverhorn. Now, I think we mentioned it in our podcast last week or the week before about wildfires and about how there was a fire in the community. Marissa, you heard about that, right? Yeah, I did, actually. You know, the desert can get very dry. There's a lot of brush and everything like that around. So Tasha went ahead and wrote a story regarding uh, wildfires. And if you and your property are ready to are ready to prevent them. The Salt River Fire Department is working to increase awareness about wildfires in the Salt River, Pima, Maricopa Indian community and providing guidance on how to protect property. Recently, a large fire spread across 25 acres and threatened several houses in the community. With a quick response from SRFD and assistance from fire departments in surrounding cities, the houses were saved from a fire disaster. According to Kevin Makel, who is the SRFD Deputy Fire Chief of Safety and Support, the key is removing potential fuel for wildfires from your property. Make sure you have a 30-foot safety zone around your house because with all the rain earlier this year, weeds have popped up all over, Makel said. We tell everyone that if you have brush around your house, make sure you clear it at least 30 feet away from the house. Move propane tanks and wood piles 30 feet and clear all weeds and paper, anything at, that is dense. 
around the house. Many wildfires are caused by humans. Often people don't realize how quickly a small fire can get out of control. We do allow burning out here in the community, said Makel, but we recommend that if you do burn, make sure it's not on a windy day because embers can be carried by the wind and land somewhere else and start a fire. Makel also touched on the community's fireworks ordinance. It is unlawful for any persons to produce, sell, store, offer for sale, expose for sale, use, possess, fire, display, or discharge any fireworks or pyrotechnics within SRPMIC. It is unlawful for any person to display or discharge fireworks within SRPMIC without a fireworks permit. Violations will result in a fine of not more than $1,000. Fireworks can cause wildfires, residential or dwelling fires, potential severe burns, and or laceration. So be careful out there. I know the 4th of July has passed, so I'm not I'm not on the community, Marissa. Um, do you know if there's people still setting off fireworks or anything like that? Mm, I mean, you hear a few here and there, but that's very rare. Yeah, I mean, it's been a couple of weeks now since 4th of July, so hopefully... Yeah, sometimes some people have some leftovers, so they'll shoot them off randomly but it's not like a huge show or anything oh man well you guys come on let's let's uh let's abide by these fire safety rules and let's uh put a nix on the fireworks for the rest of the year all right marissa let's move on to our next story that i kind of just want to go through briefly i want to read to you a statement released by ncai today and i'm sure you heard the good news today marissa Oh, yes, I did. Actually, it's all over. It's all over. It's all over. You can't miss it. Is it? It is a great day in Indian country. And uh, yeah, let me go over this statement from NCAI. NCAI is the oldest, largest and most representative national organization serving American Indian and Alaskan Native tribal nations and their citizens and has been leading Indian country's movement to eradicate offensive native-themed mascots from sports and popular culture for over 50 years. NCAI's statement on Washington football team's retirement of our word mascot. Today is a day for all Native peoples to celebrate. We thank the generations of tribal nations, leaders, and activists who work for decades to make this day possible. We commend the Washington NFL team for eliminating a brand that disrespected, demeaned, and stereotyped all Native people, and we call on all other sports teams and corporate brands to retire all caricatures of Native people that they use in their mascot. We are not mascots. We are Native people, citizens of more than 500 tribal nations who have stood strong for millennia and overcome countless challenges to reach this pivotal moment in time where we can help transform America into the just, equitable, and compassionate country our children deserve. Oh, what a statement, Marissa. Such good news, such good news. And, you know, hopefully other other sports teams and organizations will will do some something similar and change as well. Yes, definitely. It's definitely a history, history mark today. It absolutely is. Um, you know, the one thing that they didn't do, though, is, you know, they, they basically said that they were going to change change the name, but they didn't say to what. So that's that's mm. what we're going to have to find yes. out. So, you know, hopefully 
you know, hopefully it's a good thing. I mean, <laughs> we don't know that the, the good news is like they decided they're going to change the name, but we just don't know yet. And of course, as soon as we know, we'll let you guys know. Yep. We are just as curious as you. Again, if you want to read the entire newspaper cover to cover, you can go to autumnnews.org and there you will be able to download the PDF and view all stories. You know, Marissa and I kind of just recap a few here and there. We don't want the podcast to be super duper long. You know, we want to get you on the road or back to your workout or back to your desk or whatever you got going. We know we're all busy during these times. So this is only a snippet of what you would see in our newspaper. So definitely, again, go and check out autumnnews.org. That is O-O-D-H-A-M-N-E-W-S dot O-R-G. And remember, you guys, stay safe. Be sure to mask up and wash your hands. And uh, Marissa, you got anything else? Yeah, just be safe out there, everyone. We're all in this together. And we'll catch you in our next episode. Have a good day. Bye.